0: My Family and Other Mysteries, a Harefield Press podcast presented by Paula Jeffrey. I came across this story 15 years ago and it's kind of haunted me ever since. I've written stories about it, I'm working on a novel roughly based on the story and I've even made an animated short film about it. So now I'm sharing it with you, in case you might have some ideas. The story begins in Coventry, England in 1823, when Jabez Rainbow was born to parents Joseph and Esther. He was the eighth of ten children. Joseph was a lawyer's clerk and Esther was a silk weaver. By the time he was 14, Jabez was working as a silk weaver's apprentice a couple of streets away from his home. Silk weaving was undergoing a boom in Coventry at the time and his parents must have thought that they'd set him up for life with a good trade under his belt. In 1838, when Jabez was 15, disaster struck the family and Esther contracted tuberculosis or consumption as it was known and she died aged 52. A few months after Esther died, Jabez's older sister Hannah got married and moved away. Just three weeks after Hannah's wedding, Joseph himself remarried. Joseph's new wife was Kitty Curzens. She was 50, had never been married and was also a silk worker. We might speculate here that Hannah was looking after the children after her mother died and when she got married and left, Joseph needed somebody to replace her and quickly So maybe his marriage to Kitty was more of a marriage of practicality than of love, but who knows. We might also speculate that the change in family dynamic led to what Jabez did next. The year was 1840. This was the year that Queen Victoria married Albert, the first penny black was issued and on the 10th of June Edward Oxford shot a pistol at Queen Victoria in Hyde Park. Just six days later Jabez decided to run away from his family and his apprenticeship and join the army. This was huge. Running away from an apprenticeship was a serious crime and and if he'd have been caught, Jabez could have gone to prison, doing hard labour for at least a couple of months. Understandable then that in an effort to cover his tracks, he used his mother's maiden name Kirk to sign up. We'll never know if this was a considered decision that he'd been mulling over for weeks or the result of a drunken night out in a pub where a recruiting sergeant had coerced him into taking the Queen's shilling. Whichever route Jabez had taken, his life was about to change forever. Military service in the 1840s was very different from today's modern army. For example, between the years of 1829 and 1847, the minimum period one could sign up for was life. This was life in barracks, where conditions were said to be worse than any prison or asylum. This was life where there was a very limited chance of getting married and having any kind of family life. The public tended to look down on military men. They were assumed to be criminals or at the very least ruffians. This was life with poor food and poor pay. So why would anyone even want to join up? Soldiers were often recruited from rural areas where work was hard to come by, the army preferring the physically stronger and eager-to-work country boys to the streetwise apprentices and factory workers of the towns. Young men found guilty of minor crimes were often given the choice of a term in prison or joining the army. Scouring the archives, I can find nothing to suggest that Jabez was in trouble before he ran away. So maybe it was just a case of the grass is greener. Initially, Jabez was stationed in Dover. From the research I've done, it suggests that he would have marched from Coventry, where he signed up, to Dover, which I imagine must have come as a bit of a shock to a lad whose working life was operating a silk loom. Jabez never actually got to join his regiment. The main bulk of the regiment was fighting overseas in Canada, And after a few weeks at Dover, Jabez moved to St Albans to join a recruitment team. The regiment did return in July 1841, but Jabez never got to join them. The following year, the regiment was sent to the north of England to quell the Chartist riots. But by that time, Jabez was no longer a soldier. The census of 1841 was taken on the 6th of June and we can see by that time that Jabez was billeted at the White Lion Inn on Sopwell Lane in St Albans. The recruitment team he was attached to would have been engaged in the signing up of young men like himself in and around the pubs of the town. A member of the ruling class described recruitment has taken place in the lowest haunts of a town, with all recruits being drunk when they were enlisted. The potential new recruit was encouraged to lie about his age and marital status, and once he had received his bounty money, his new comrades would surround him and help him drink it away. He went on to suggest that the recruiting parties were lodged in the worst houses in town and thus mixed with characters of such depravity they would corrupt even the best of them. So there we have it, Jabez, 18, on the run, with a new career in a despicable occupation, working surrounded by unsavoury characters. What could go wrong? Join me next time for another chapter in the life of Jabez Rainbow. In the next episode, we'll meet Jane. Was she a sex worker, the love of his life, or both? Thanks for listening. This was the Harefield Press podcast, written, produced and presented by me, Paula Jeffrey, With extracts from the book Chasing Rainbows... Also, buy me, Paula Jeffrey, at an Amazon store near you. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.